Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. Before I get into what Ash and I are discussing this week, I just want to take a moment to tell you that if you're not following us on Instagram and TikTok, you are missing out. On Instagram, we put out the absolute best content in the industry. Obviously, we're biased, but it is the best in the industry. As much information surrounding fitness, nutrition, and health as we can possibly create. And on TikTok, I know you're probably thinking, what the hell are you doing on TikTok? But on TikTok, we are releasing literally hundreds of videos a month. That's right, hundreds of videos a month. We're talking three to five every single day that have everything to do with fitness. How to perform certain movements, how to improve your technique, what you can do as a go-to at-home workout. There is a plethora of information there, so please make sure you go and follow us on both Instagram and TikTok so that we can provide you with as much value as possible. All right, now today, Ashley and I are sitting down, and it's going to be a bit of a different episode. We are going to sit down and discuss the top 10 mantras that we utilize or remind ourselves of throughout our lives to continue to stay motivated and move towards our goals. Not only are we going to share the mantra itself, but we're also going to explain what it means to us, how it translates over to your life, and how you can utilize it to move closer towards your goals and closer towards that lifestyle that you're proud to live and share with your loved ones. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 42, and I am here with my lovely fiance, Ash. Ash, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Today's been a busy day, but you got to carve out time for the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I know. We're cutting a little close this week's. A little close to dinner time or the time it gets released? Both. <laughs> More importantly, dinner time. <laughs> yeah, it's getting close. Right now it's uh, 6 p.m. and typically we eat dinner at 6.30, so we're really pushing the envelope here. Yeah, it's but, okay though. We got it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're back here. It is week 42. We only have 10 to go until we've finished the year. Are you serious? Isn't that nuts? Yeah. 52 weeks in a year. Did you know that? Wow. Are you <laughs> proud of me? Let's just, let's talk about that. Proud of you for what? If anyone knows, I think we've mentioned it, but like I used to cry before doing every episode. I did actually forget about that until you just brought it up. Like literally, I can vividly remember walking in Florida on the path crying. Like I'm embarrassed. Anyone that knows me <laughs> knows I'm emotional, but I'm usually not that emotional. But I really was uncomfortable doing these. So let's just say this. We started Ballistic in September of last year. Mm -hmm. We did a podcast every week and we were doing three to five TikToks every day. Yeah. You cried before every podcast <laughs> and after is, every TikTok. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. So our time but in Florida was a lot of tears. <laughs> He's lying. But I, yeah, I really was uncomfortable doing these. And now that, look at me laughing barely writing down any notes <laughs> like we're killing it <laughs> i've come a long way you have i'm proud of you babe but guys today we're coming at you and 
It's a little bit of a different episode. We're going to take more of a motivational mindset. mindset approach to it. And we are going to share our favorite mantras with you. So I think we each have somewhere between four and six mantras that we're going to obviously rattle off to you guys. And then we, we will provide some level of explanation to every mantra that we're sharing with you today. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. The, these get me fired up. There's a likelihood that oh, they the get F word me... will be dropped. Of course it will. <laughs> well, there's mine will not be some of them. It's if I ever end up saying the F word on this, you know that I am fired up. Don't let her fool you, everyone. She talks like a <laughs> sailor off of this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, go say your first mantra. All right. So I guess I'm going first. Yeah. All right, guys, so for my first mantra, I don't know if this counts as a mantra, but it is a Bible verse, and it is 1 Timothy 4.8, and for those of you that don't know what that is, that is physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come, and the first time I ever heard this verse was watching, actually watching a virtual uh, sermon from my preacher back home in Dubois, uh, Chris Trethway. And he was presenting this and, oh, you know what? It wasn't Chris. It was actually before that. It was my best friend's dad, Dave Bish. uh, And he was one of my biggest role models growing up, just an incredible, incredible man. And he gave this sermon and the entire series was about fitness. And it was talking about fitness for life, fitness in spirituality, fitness in actual physical fitness. And he used this verse to kick things off. And as soon as I heard it, I thought, wow, like I love that. I need to get a tattoo of that (laughs) on my body. I already had two at that point. I still haven't gotten that one, but it will be somewhere on my body by (laughs) the middle of 2021. I'm going to throw it out there. Oh, Uh, But yeah, everything about that verse encompasses everything I believe. Like we both love training. We believe in fitness, nutrition, and health to increase your quality of life, to increase longevity, to increase functionality. And more importantly, we believe in faith. We're rooted in faith, and we both wake up, do our devotionals, say our prayers, and truly believe that that's what helps you lead a fulfilling and you know happy life. Yeah. Pause really fast. I, if you guys could see him right now, he's like fist pumping the air. Just, I just wanted to throw that out. I there. wasn't fist pumping the <laughs> air. I was speaking with my hands, like I always do. But you could tell you're passionate. Oh, just I wait. They get better as they go. <laughs> All right, you're up. So uh, anyone that knows me, they know I am literally obsessed with a quote, be the light. So every single morning I start my day by like saying this to myself and I think so. I honestly don't even remember. I know the first time I wrote it was when I was working at the University of Pittsburgh and we had a huge whiteboard and I wrote it on the board and everyone that walked by, they were like, oh, like. I love that. Like that's impactful. And uh, to me, I love it because I get to help people change their habits around fitness and nutrition and changing habits is not always easy. Actually, it's usually like extremely hard, extremely frustrating, challenging, and it can almost make you want to give up on it. And so when I say be the light, I'm trying to kind of offer hope, encouragement, kindness, and then compassion too, and kind of just show 
and help individuals find the positives in their current situation and kind of keep motivation going. Yeah, I love that. I remember the day you wrote that on the whiteboard. Yeah, I, at the I university literally club. love it. Yeah, like I, I think, and it, it's not just with health and fitness. Like I think you can be the light in every single aspect of your life. Like literally, when I'm being mean to you, are you being my <laughs> or light? When I, what is that? Being my light when you're being no, mean but, to me? <laughs> but that's what I try to remind myself. Like, no, be the light. Like, there's, there's so much hurt and sadness in this world like if everyone just thought be the light like imagine the world imagine our household <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no i love that though i seriously remember when you first found that and wrote that on the board and it like changed your entire out like you were obsessed with it you still yeah. are obsessed with it it changed everything yeah i love it all right uh for my second one here so now these are getting more into like motivational quotes from speakers that I follow frequently like Eric Thomas, Gary Vee, and some other folks in the, in the business and motivational worlds. And this one is, don't make a habit of choosing what feels good over what's actually good for you. And I saw this on a speech from Eric Thomas. I don't remember exactly when I saw it, but it immediately resonated with me because so many people fall into that trap, including myself. You get into this habit, this rhythm, this routine, and you sort of start going through the motions. And before you know it, you're making all your decisions based on what feels good, not what's actually good for you, not what's actually going to start moving you towards your goals, not what's going to change your life, but what's going to keep you stagnant and what's going to be holding you back for as long as you continue to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that one's really hard, but it's a good reminder for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so my second one, again, if you've ever talked with me, I've probably said this to you. It is just make it a great day. And again, this all started at the University of Pittsburgh. I think I was talking to my good friend, good friend, Jim Earl, and we were talking about the difference between like have a great day and make it a great day. And I think the biggest part with this is like having you are in complete control of your attitudes like or attitude <laughs> whether you like it or not and why not make it a great day if we if we have control over it you know yeah absolutely i mean it's just similar to what i just spoke about it's like that reminder of you know making decisions choosing yeah. like you're in control like you yeah, said choosing happiness like who, who wants to be angry and sad? No one. Then why do people do it? Because. I'll tell you why. Okay. It's because it's easy, <laughs> right? It's way yeah. easier to be negative, pessimistic because negativity is like contagious. Yeah. So it's yeah. way easier to make excuses and be negative than it is to choose to be happy and make the hard decisions that lead to better quality of life. Chills. Chills. She's lying. I'm looking Ch at her arms. Well, I feel like tears are coming. So <laughs> I'm going to say chills or tears. <laughs> Told you guys. A lot of waterworks. All right. Am I back up? I hate myself. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one gets me so freaking fired up. Now he's fist bumping. When I watch this video on YouTube, it makes me think that I can like headbutt through a cinder block wall. Like It makes me feel like I can kick down the door and eat 
crushed cinder oh. blocks for breakfast. Okay, I need to hear what it is. All right, because so, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so the quote is within a giant speech that Eric Thomas gave at the University of South Carolina. I believe that's where it was. I could be mistaken. But he's talking about really the underlying message is loving the process. And he's talking about being a beast. And being a beast isn't in the sense of like what we're imagining when we hear those words. He's talking about being a beast in the sense of doing what is necessary, what's required to be successful. And so the quote is, everybody want to be a beast until it's time to do what beasts do. And then he goes on to say, real lions like to hunt. They love the process just as much as they love the prize. And he, you know, he relates this entire conversation to lions and to how they have an instinct to hunt. They love the hunt. They don't just love capturing the gazelle. <laughs> they love hunting the gazelle down and strategizing around how to kill this gazelle. And that's the kind of motivation and fire that you need to pursue your goals. You have to love the process that's associated with achieving that goal more than you love actually achieving the goal. That's where the entire mantra came of ours, which was fall in love with the process or love the process, because it's true. You got to love the process so much because the prize is so short-lived. Mm -hmm. It's here and gone in the blink of an eye. So we spend the majority of our lives in the process and we need to focus on that because if we focus on the prize, our life is going to go by and we're not going to have any value, any fulfillment, any kind of benefit associated with it. Yeah. Now I really could cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, share so you don't start crying. Okay. So uh, is this my fourth? No, my third. Third. Uh, this one is going back into faith, how Derek started his, but uh, if God brings you to it, he will bring you through it. I read this in my morning devotional. Just uh, It's just called A Confident Woman, and... I don't think I have to elaborate like too much on this one. I think it just is a good reminder, at least for me, to lean into faith and like remind myself that God has a plan for us. Yeah, I love that one. It kind of, it almost stems into the classic misinterpreted yet most tattooed verse of all time, the Philippians. Uh, oh my goodness, now it's slipping my line. Is it Philippians 4.12? Or I'm probably misquoting the verse now, but if you are of faith, you know what I'm talking about when it says God uh, gives me the strength. Do you know what I'm saying? For some reason right now in the middle oh. of this recording, my mind is slipping and I cannot think of it. We'll look it up as yeah. we're speaking. Uh, I feel so bad I can't even remember that. It's one of the most That's popular okay. verses out there. I threw you off. Anyway, it takes you back to that. You know, there. even though that verse is misinterpreted, the meaning's really impactful of... You know, there's a reason that you're in your situation, that this difficult season of life, whatever it may be, there's a reason for it and there's something to be learned through that process. And even though you can't see it, God's plan is greater than what you had intended and he's going to really like forge you by fire and get you to where you need to be and give you what you need. Yes, here it is. So Philippians 4.13, I was close. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yeah. Everybody out there who knows the Bible better than me is probably thinking, what is wrong with me? But now I got it. <laughs> uh, and so it kind of stems into that same verse is the point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Back on me. Now, if you're listening, FYI, there's going to be some 
vulgar language associated with this one. I thought because of the last one, you didn't say the F-bomb. I thought we were going to make it through. Well, this quote has it in it. So there is going to be some cursing following this, but just due to the quote. So the next one is from Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk is an incredibly successful businessman and entrepreneur and motivational speaker. Uh, He is the chairman of VaynerMedia. He is the founder of VaynerX and all of these other organizations. He's an extremely successful individual. He's also extremely passionate about spreading kindness, hope, empathy, patience, really powerful things. And this quote says, don't let anyone else's fucking clock dictate your game. And we made a post about this not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And I really think you need the effort in it to emphasize the point here because it is so easy to play the comparison game and to get caught in the comparison trap, especially with Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instagram. I almost forgot Instagram. (laughs) Instagram, all of these things where we get to see everybody's lives and we think it's their day-to-day and that this is how it's just all good for them all the time. All these promotions, all these new houses, you know, whatever it may be, all these new things. Meanwhile, this is just a highlight reel. It's just a glimpse into the top 1% of their life. And yet we all think that our lives need to look just like their highlight reel. Mm -hmm. And so it's really understanding that it doesn't matter if Becky and Nick are moving into a new house and having their first kid and they're the same age as you, but you don't even own a toaster. Like that, that doesn't <laughs> matter. What matters is that you're following your path. You're pursuing God's will for your life and that you're leading the life you want to live and share with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. There we go. Why don't you share your next one? So my last one, I think you have two more, right? Mm-hmm. My last one. Uh, again, I don't have too much to elaborate on this one, but it's a quote from Dale Carnegie. So it's, you can conquer almost any fear if you will only make up your mind to do so. For remember, fear doesn't exist anywhere except your mind. And so this is something that my friend Danielle, who we've had on the podcast, uh, we talk about this a lot. And I think the biggest takeaway is don't be afraid to try and fail. Like the worst that's going to happen if you fail is you learned along the way and you kind of regroup and figure out where to go from there. But the biggest thing is, I think, let me know if I'm saying this wrong. Your only fear should be if you're not trying. Does that make sense? Yeah, that can make sense. (laughs) I don't know what you're trying to say, but that makes sense. The okay. statement you just said. Yes. But uh, it's yeah, almost like fear of not putting in your best effort or fear yeah. of not taking action. Like that's what you should be afraid of. Yes. Not, fear of not taking action. Is not doing something and then regretting. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> See, we pieced it together. We got it. And so it's almost that almost stems into like really the only fear you should have is regret. Yeah. Really just not taking action. Yeah, Absolutely. Sweet. I love it. All right. Well, we got two more here. Both are from me, but maybe you can add in here as we go. All right. So once again, this next one is from Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, known as Gary V on all these these platforms here. But this one is about really your quality of life, your career, your family, all the things that are associated with that. And 
the quote is, if you live for the weekends and vacation, your shit is broken. And the first time I heard this, because I've heard it in different different verbiage, right? Like mm-hmm. people kind of talk about this, like don't live for the weekend. But I think just the, the bluntness and the conciseness of this statement really hit me hard the day that I first heard it. But it's so true. And we've done multiple posts on this. And it's something that, unfortunately, so many people have become locked into is living for Friday night, living for Friday night, Saturday and Sunday and dreading Monday morning. Yeah. Because they just get caught in the rat race of trying to earn more money, trying to work more often, trying to do whatever it takes to have a stability and trying to have stability and have you know greater finances but the problem with that is you're not taking into account your or you're likely not taking into account your passions your hobbies things that you enjoy and love all of those things are set aside or pushed to the back burner in order to pursue this goal of what is what oftentimes is just more money more mm-hmm. financial stability and to to say that that's okay just is mind blowing to me because you're going to spend the majority of your life working. I think we did the math one day. It's like over 60% of your life is working. And then like, I think it's another 20% is sleeping. Yeah. And somehow you're going to justify hating your life every single day, hating your job for the eight hours to 10 hours that you're there. Like that's just not okay with me. No, it makes me so sad. I know it doesn't make you sad, but it makes me really sad. That's where we're different. It, yeah. I don't feel sad. I just literally think you're an idiot for not taking action, not making change. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your last one? Uh, my last one. This kind of goes back to a little more lighthearted, kind of playful here, more about life. But it's we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And this is by George Bernard Shaw. And I'm pretty sure I took this quote from <laughs> the individuals who originally inspired the movie Tag. Yeah. If you I don't know what the movie Tag is, just Google it. It'll come up. I think it came out in like 2018. Mm-hmm. But this is the real life person who said this quote. Uh, and it, I just think it couldn't be more true, right? I meet people who I look at and think, I cannot believe how decrepit you are. Mm-hmm. Like I look at them and think, how did you end up in that place when you're only 60, even 70 years old and you can't walk anymore or you can't go and play with your grandkids or anything that that's like that. Mm-hmm. And then I meet some people who are the exact opposite end of the spectrum who I look at and think, holy shit, you're 65? Yeah. Like you look amazing. Like you're you're still doing pull-ups, you're still running, like your body is still 100% functional. And for those people, I look at them and I think you look like that, you feel like that because you never stopped playing. And yeah. I don't like it doesn't mean playing sports or playing games. I mean, you never stopped moving. You never stopped being active. You never stopped participating in things that you enjoyed, the hobbies that you enjoyed. Like you never stopped using your body the way it was meant to be used. The only way you become decrepit and unable to function on your own is if you let all that fall to the wayside and you give up, quote unquote, playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so that's that wraps it up for mine. Yours are done as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mine so that wraps up, what was that, 10 mantras, I think. Did you do five or six? Four. I think I did four. So... 
that's either 10 or 11 mantras. <laughs> we'll let you guys figure it out. That hopefully inspired with inspired you guys, resonated with you in some way, and that maybe you can write down and take with you. Put a post-it note up on the wall like yeah. Ash has by I, her desk. I literally, I was just going to come on and say that fast. I just did that last week. I was having a conversation with Laura Ligos, like the sassy dietitian. and Shout out to sassy, yeah. at the sassy dietitian. <laughs> she gave me like a few mantras that she reminds herself every single day coaching. And I realized I'm like, these are things that I want to see every single day. Like there. So I literally wrote it down on a postcard or post-it note, put it on the wall and it's right in front of my computer. (laughs) That's it. And I, I don't necessarily write them down, but I think the ones that I wrote off today just resonated so deeply with me that they're just always in the back of my mind. But yeah. I do like the idea of having it written down so you can see it right in front of your face and remind yourself of that when times get tough or when you're frustrated or anything along those lines. So hopefully this was of some benefit to you guys. Like I said, it was a little bit of a different approach, more mindset, more motivation than our usual fitness and nutrition. But that's why it's part of our program, right? Like That's why we send out weekly mindset prompts. That's why we talk about loving the process and developing sustainable habits because that's all wrapped up in this mindset piece and that's really important for sustainable results absolutely hell yeah so guys again go back save some of these mantras write them down i don't care if you write them sharpie on your arm write them on a (laughs) post-it note on your wall get them tattooed on you it doesn't matter to me just take these take them to heart and hopefully they will help you start moving towards your goals and towards greater quality of life yeah and let us know your favorite mantras did you say that already no i didn't yes thank you yes let us know know yours hit us up on instagram you can send us a dm drop it on our facebook page send us a facebook messenger shoot us an email can they write it in the review yeah you can write it in the review put it in quotes there whatever you want to do But let us know, right? We want to hear what motivates you guys because if you're like us, it's going to get us fired up too. Yeah. All right, guys. Until next time, we appreciate you so much and we will see you on the next episode of Ballistic Performance Radio. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're an avid listener, we cannot thank you enough. We are so grateful and appreciative of you spending your time listening to us talk about health, fitness, and nutrition. If you enjoy what you hear, please head over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Also, if you're not following us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You need to get to those platforms, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, because we are creating so much content every single day to give you guys as much value, information, and education as possible. We want to help you move towards your goals, so you need to follow us on those platforms. But we, again, appreciate you guys so much, and we look forward to to seeing you next week.